Today is the 6th of December 2022. Wow, where has the year gone? Welcome to Walking the Way. My name, as always, is Ray, and I want to say a big thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to share in a regular rhythm of worship and devotion together. If you're joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget, there is the Walking the Way prayer book, which you can download. There's also a copy of today's script. The links are in the episode notes. And if you'd like to support Walking the Way, or you'd like more information about the podcast, again, links to everything, including our website, rayborrett.co.uk, are in the episode notes down below. We always start each leg of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's still our hearts. Let's come before God. Let's pray, shall we? Heavenly Father, Lord our God, be with us. Let your face shine upon us, for we are your children. In the middle of all of human planning, we are your children who seek you alone, who seek your will, your kingdom, and everything you have promised to mankind. Lord, fill our thoughts and our feelings with your power, so that our lives on earth may belong to you, so that with our whole will, we may put everything that we have and everything that we are into your hands. For we want to be your children, Lord, to have one will with you, our almighty God. We want your kingdom. This is our will, Lord God, and we know that it's your will too. Therefore, we know it must come to pass, to the glory of your name. Amen. John 7, verse 13. Yet no one would talk openly about him because they were afraid of the Jews. In our verse today, Jesus has gone to Jerusalem for the festival of booths. And yet we find the people in Jerusalem did not want to talk about Jesus because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders. And it reminded me that peer and social pressure is a real problem even today. Because there is so much that we need to say or speak out against. But the pressure not to be offensive or to say something controversial leads us to self-censor what we want to say. And it means that those with the loudest voices those who are willing to put up with the criticism or who are speaking things in line with the current zeitgeist get to be heard. And we're scared of being cancelled, I think. So take, for instance, when we witness about what Jesus has done for us, how many of us feel embarrassed by it? How many of us swerve away from sharing the gospel because we're scared that we might say something that's offensive or will be ridiculed? Or social issues. We don't stand up for social issues anymore. And the Lord knows we need to be speaking up for truth now. But the fear of being ridiculed or prosecuted or persecuted or cancelled means that we keep quiet. And I have to admit, I include myself into that, in that category. I self-center regularly. I pull my punches and I shy away from difficult decisions because, let's face it, sometimes I'm scared. So what do we do? God told Joshua, do not be afraid because God was with him. Now I know that's easier said than done. But we need to take God's words to heart. 
And I think it's important to help us to understand that we cannot be afraid. We must not be afraid. So do not be afraid because someone, somewhere, is waiting for you to speak the truth. Or someone, somewhere, is waiting for you to tell them that God loves them. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today, we read John chapter 7. Heavenly Father, as we read about Jesus in Jerusalem, help us to hear your words with wisdom. Help us to learn. And then help us to respond with grace. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the God's Word translation, and today I'm reading John chapter 7. Jesus later traveled throughout Galilee. He didn't want to travel in Judea because the Jews there wanted to kill him. The time for the Jewish festival of booths was near, so Jesus' brothers told him, Leave this place and go to Judea so that your disciples can see the things that you're doing. No one does things secretly when he wants to be known publicly. If you do these things, you should let the world see you. Even his brothers didn't believe in him. Jesus told them, Now is not the right time for me to go. Any time is right for you. 
The world cannot hate you, but it hates me because I say what everyone does is evil. Go to the festival. I'm not going to go to this festival right now. Now is not the right time for me to go. After saying this, Jesus stayed in Galilee. But after his brothers had gone to the festival, Jesus went. He didn't go publicly, but secretly. The Jews were looking for Jesus in the crowd at the festival. They kept asking, where is that man? The crowds argued about Jesus. Some people said, he's a good man. While others said, no, he isn't. He deceives the people. Yet no one would talk openly about him because they were afraid of the Jews. When the festival was half over, Jesus went to the temple courtyard and began to teach. The Jews were surprised and asked, How can this man be so educated when he hasn't gone to school? Jesus responded to them, What I teach doesn't come from me, but from the one who sent me. Those who want to follow the will of God will know if what I teach is from God, or if I teach my own thoughts. Those who speak their own thoughts are looking for their own glory, but the man who wants to bring glory to the one who sent him is a true teacher and doesn't have dishonest motives. Didn't Moses give you his teachings? Yet none of you does what Moses taught you, so why do you want to kill me? The crowd answered, You're possessed by a demon. Who wants to kill you? Jesus answered them, I performed one miracle and all of you are surprised by it. Moses gave you the teaching about circumcision, although it didn't come from Moses but from our ancestors, so you circumcise a male on the day of rest, a holy day. If you circumcise a male on the day of rest, a holy day, to follow Moses' teachings, why are you angry with me because I made a man entirely well on the day of rest, a holy day? Stop judging by outward appearances. Instead, judge correctly. Some of the people who lived in Jerusalem said, Isn't this the man they want to kill? But look at this, he's speaking in public, and no one is saying anything to him. Can it be that the rulers really know that this man is the Messiah? However, we know where this man comes from. When the Christ comes, no one will know where he is from. Then while Jesus was teaching in the temple courtyard, he said loudly, You know me, and you know where I come from. I didn't decide to come on my own. The one who sent me is true. He's the one you don't know. I know him because I am from him, and he sent me. The Jews tried to arrest him, but couldn't, because his time had not yet come. However, many people in the crowd believed in him. They asked, When the Messiah comes, will he perform more miracles than this man has? The Pharisees heard the crowd saying things like this about him, so the chief priests and the Pharisees sent temple guards to arrest Jesus. Jesus said, I will still be with you for a little while. Then I'll go to the one who sent me. You will look for me, but you won't find me. You can't go where I'm going. The Jews said among themselves, Where does this man intend to go so we won't find him? Does he mean that he'll live with the Jews who are scattered among the Greeks and that he'll teach the Greeks? What does he mean when he says, You will look for me, but you won't find me, and you can't go where I'm going? On the last and most important day of the festival, Jesus was standing in the temple courtyard. He said loudly, Whoever is thirsty must come to me to drink. As scripture says, Streams of living water will flow from deep within the person who believes in me. Jesus said this about the Spirit, whom his believers would receive. The Spirit was not yet evident, as it would be after Jesus had been glorified. After some of the crowd heard Jesus say these words, they said, This man is certainly the prophet. Other people said, This man is the Messiah. 
Still other people asked, how can the Messiah come from Galilee? Doesn't scripture say that the Messiah will come from the descendants of David and from the village of Bethlehem where David lived? So the people were divided because of Jesus. Some of them wanted to arrest him, but they couldn't. When the temple guards returned, the chief priests and the Pharisees asked them, Why didn't you bring Jesus? The temple guards answered, No human has ever spoken like this man. The Pharisees asked the temple guards, Have you been deceived too? Has any ruler or any Pharisee believed in him? This crowd is cursed because it doesn't know Moses' teachings. One of the Pharisees was Nicodemus, who had previously visited Jesus. Nicodemus asked them, Do Moses' teachings enable us to judge a person without first hearing that person's side of the story? We can't judge a person without finding out what that person has done. They asked Nicodemus, Are you saying this because you are from Galilee? Study the scriptures and you'll see that no prophet comes from Galilee. Then each of them went home. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about those bits of scriptures that have caught our attention. And after the music, as always, we're going to pray. Before we pray, just a reminder that we're continuing to pray for the situation in the Ukraine. We're also saying, folks, if you want us to pray for you, drop us a line, let us know. We'd love to be able to pray for you and support you in whatever you're doing. Our prayer today from our Walking the Way Prayer Handbook is a prayer for our local outreach projects. If you have a church or you have outreach projects in, in your area, in your town, your village, your city, wherever, 
and pray this prayer for those projects, please. Let's pray. Gracious God, draw us towards yourself, that in our busyness we may find space to be still in your presence, and in your presence be touched and transformed by your glory. Ever-present God, as we encounter others, grant that we may glimpse in them your image, and in so doing be changed so as to mirror you to them. Yearning God, stir up within us your spirit, that we may echo your aching for the world and become agents of your change. We pray for those projects, Lord, that are reaching out. Midwife God, deliver us from our self-centeredness so that we can be free as the children of God, bearing witness to your kingdom coming again. Holy God, stop us in our tracks to gaze upon your glory so that we may be changed from one degree of glory to another that we may be lost in wonder, love, and praise. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episodes can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the prayers. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, and we really would appreciate it if you would, links to our giving page and also to our subscription service is in the episode notes as well. For more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk or you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Don't forget you can also listen to us on TuneIn and Spotify. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way.